Hello everyone, you're listening to Legends of Laia, a tabletop actual play campaign set in the fractured world of Laia. Brought to you by Infinity Break, where we're telling stories our own way. Legends of Laia comes out every single Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd greatly love to hear from you at Legends of Laia Pod on Twitter. Before we get started, let's go ahead and reintroduce our characters. Folks, my name is Ben Hamlin, I'm a rogue of indiscernible archetype. Oh my god, what's my favorite type of cactus? Uh, I'm deciding right now on the spot that I like the San Pedro cactus, which just appear to be a series of tubes. <laughs> tubes. Uh, mm. That's my favorite cactus. I've decided now. Uh, Andrew, what about you? Oh, that's Andrew's right. dead. <laughs> no, sorry. That's not even funny as a joke. Uh, not here. <laughs> folks, uh, folks, I probably should have led with this. Uh, we are not joined by Andrew Ickle today. He is on vacation, so we are recording without him. The role of Shalva Tazarin is not here. <laughs> so anyway, I'm Maddie Trumbo Gomes. I play Paladin Captain Petros, our half war cleric paladin. Uh, my favorite kind of cactus is a prickly pear. That's very good. Uh, prickly pear jam fucking Yeah, snaps. edible. Mm. <laughs> the only thing I ask for in a plant. I've been drinking a bunch of prickly pear beer lately. Ooh! Very good. That sounds delicious. It's a flavor combination I didn't know I've needed for my entire life, but prickly pear and hops together is heaven. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, who's that voice that's talking, though? Oh, uh, I am Johnny Ronaldo. I play... Finley Murphy, a chef who occasionally is forced to fight because life is a battle. Yeah. Uh, and my favorite kind of cactus is the saguaro, uh, because they are ginormous. Let the redwood of cactuses. Interesting. Let me see if I can find a little photo of this guy. You can't find a little photo of them because they're fucking huge, Ben. Oh, yeah, you're right. You just said that. I should have listened a little closer. <laughs> And last but incredibly not least, your dungeon master for Legends of Leia, Nick Boylan. Nick, hello. Uh, cactus, hello. now, quickly. Uh, my favorite ca- cactus is the golden barrel cactus. Um, I feel like I could pick them up and throw them at people that I didn't like. Oh, like in a video game. Mm. Mm-hmm. This really says that a lot about our <laughs> our like pick of cactuses. Is I was like, I want something edible. Nick is like, I want a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> you know? personality test what's your favorite cactus apparently <laughs> and, I, and, I and one of course was... johnny just like tall big <laughs> how tall <laughs> are you <laughs> and i picked mine because i think tubes are funny i guess yeah <laughs> so yours is what's funniest uh nick i'm looking at it now yeah a golden barrel cactus absolutely looks like you could pick it up in like a spyro game or or, yeah. or or charge into it in a Spyro game and launch it forward and it would blow up at, at a Rhinoch. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I feel God. like that would be my video game weapon of choice. God, video I, game projectile of choice. Hell yeah. God, I love the Spyro games. They're, you know, they're pretty all right. Yeah. Spyro rules. God. Love them. Video games love that so little cool. dude. Uh, Nick, do you have a story for us today? I, I do have a story for you today. Yay! Uh... As a note, originally we weren't going to be recording today, so I did have to make some last-minute additions, uh, as originally there was only going to be one episode without Andrew. Last time on Legends of Laia. After a narrow escape from a group of drider of the party, minus Shalva, who has already made her premature departure, flees the desert, leaving behind the tall golden tower that once housed the celestial children of Herakti. 
The rolling dunes finally give way to rocks and bushes, and sand beneath your feet hardens into stone as eventually the desert becomes a rocky plain. The once endless horizon is now broken by trees, and farther out, the mountainous peaks. You take a long rest as the eternal day has finally allowed night to fall. Some party members more uneasy than others. However, night passes without any altercations, and as the sun rises, thankfully not as murderously hot as in the desert, you start the next leg of your journey. On the road so, again. <laughs> I just where can't you are wait at to... now. Where you're at now. Uh, so you are no longer in the desert area. This is more of a rocky plain. Uh, the the beginnings of the mountains are now uh, reachable, as opposed to being beyond the horizon. Uh, you have kind of managed to deduce that Shulva was here and teleported away. Uh, you don't really know to where, but the decision was made not to go looking for her. Um, instead, you will continue on north towards El Norte. I would just like to clarify, because the decision to not go looking for her sounds really bad, that we definitely did, like, wait around for a while yes. and try to figure things out, like... Yeah, this will yeah, just go, alright, anyways. The yeah, decision fuck was that more, bitch. The decision was more you figured she didn't, she had other things that she was Correct. doing that yeah. didn't align with the party's goals. Yeah, sure. it was one of those things where we were like, if we if we meet up with her again, we meet up with her again. But it seems like whatever she's doing, like she is doing it for a reason, and that reason does not involve us. Yep, right. Shalva so. Tassarin abandoned Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> more like yeah, she the lost and found the lost and found called me, and they were like, because that's where you take your kids, right? When you lose them, you take them lost and found. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they called me and they were like, "Hey, we have uh, we have a, a friend here for you." And I was like, "No, thank you." And I hung up and left with everybody else. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those situations where not everyone wants to go on the same ride, so they're like, "Yeah, here, I'll just. Uh, I don't want to go on this one, but I'll just wait by the exit for when you guys get out." Uh, but she wasn't there in time. She was like getting a drink or in the restroom, so we just left without her. We were like, "Oh, she must have gone <laughs> home already," and she absolutely did not. Cool. I guess we'll see her at the hotel. Uh huh. She had to walk back. Ugh. That's what she gets. Y'all are on a vacation. <laughs> We're on a vacation. Well, my, my Discord name on, on this server right now is Disney Dad Petros. Disney Petra, Dad so. Petros. Yeah. Disney Dad. Uh, I, did, I do Complete believe with the cargo shorts. that he has, like, the cargo shorts and then yeah. the leashes for all the kids. Yep. I uh-huh. made a meme like that I'll have to post later. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Finley that I have is- on everybody. Except for Finley, who I trust to take care of herself. Uh, Finley is back in her beach outfit and is, like, standing yeah. with one of those reflective things yes. from the 50s. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, okay. Love that for her. But, yeah. but in all seriousness, we are at the, the foot of the mountain, correct? I mean, I guess we yes. just, we're, the idea is we're just going to keep going. We're going to, we're heading north. Yeah. Oh, I'm going so to we're have gonna... to change, aren't I? Yeah, Sorry. I mean, we took like a 15 minute break and you got all this set up, but I think we're gonna have to pack it up again. There's uh, like definitely like a 40, 50 degree difference. You know, somebody now. could have yep. told me. Yeah, sorry, that one's on me. It was on the itinerary. Did you read the itinerary? <laughs> Just thinking the about it. itinerary. The, you know. <laughs> uh, Finley putting it. Going to the airport. On, like, 
Petros's thigh because she's tiny. <laughs> she's tiny and he's a fucking giant, yeah. Petros, if you think I have ever read an itinerary in my life, I think I that don't you even have, know how to read. <laughs> I think that you have a very different idea of who I am as a person. This is, I love the two of them together. I want all of us to go on vacation so bad because I want Petros and Finley to be the cool, the cool mom and the the dad who's got everything planned out to the left. I think that's just so fun. No, no, um, Finley's the drunk aunt. Like, yes, that is true. Yeah, the the, the cool aunt, but the drunk aunt. Yeah. And Petrus is like, yeah, we have to get to the airport at, at three a.m. And everyone's like, but our flight isn't until like noon. Yeah, <laughs> well, we don't know how long security's gonna take. I'm making. I can make this joke because this is what I do. <laughs> oh, uh, Maddie, hello, same. Yeah, uh, excited for us to get to the airport at three a.m. at some point Maddie in our friendship. Um, okay, yeah, so, I guess we just keep going. I don't think we're doing anything special, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I change yeah. back into my armor if I have to say that out loud because I made a joke. Yeah. Okay, getting back into it. Y'all put on your hiking boots. Yeah. Uh, I, I do get, have a question. I get my hiking stick. <laughs> I do like to think, like... Do you guys have appropriate footwear for mountaineering? Oh, I mean, Finley definitely does. I feel like Finley, Finley absolutely does. Finley's shoes fit in, like, someone else's normal pocket, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finley puts a little sweater on Blinks so he's not cold. Oh, and it ha- does it have, like, room for his other tentacles, or are his tentacles, like, smooshed down? Oh, no, it definitely has holes in it for the tentacles. Okay, they weren't there when Finley got the tiny sweater, but she made them. Added them on. Oh, yeah. I love that. She just, like, cut holes. Blinks is warm. Yeah. That's that's Finley's mountaineering gear. It's just a sweater for Blinks, and then all of the uh, bullshit. <laughs> Petrus has a cardigan, because obviously he's sleeveless. Uh, he's used to like living in a desert area. <laughs> oh, I so like to think that he just like has gloves that go up to about. Oh, he has. He has those like really <laughs> those like arm long gloves. The arm long gloves. Fucking hell yeah! You know what? That's canon. <laughs> Aren't your shoulders cold? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I can admit when I'm cold. I I'm not saying that this is practical. I'm just saying like it's what it is. Hugo finally um, changes out of his speedo. I mean, look good. <laughs> I know, I thank you, but yeah, you know, this is the price one must pay. They assume that we're not going to ever go someplace cold because we live in like, you know, all of us live in this temperate climate, but then you go someplace cold and you're like, ah, oh, well, shit. Um, I think in all seriousness, like there, I must have like some kind of under, <laughs> under armor, like additional sure. shirt that I can put on. Um, and like probably like leggings or pants or something. I mean, it's not that I'm not wearing, like, pants. No, but I think he must have, like, he can, like, layer up if he needs to. I have, like, additional like, clothing. It has to be, like, a really tight Under Armour. Yeah, like, I'm thinking, or... like, the, the brand Under Armour that is, yeah, like, for exactly. running. It um, still shows his muscles, because, like, yeah. just because it's cold doesn't mean we don't have our guns out. You yeah, know? you can't you can't fight monsters if you ain't cute. Exactly. No. Yeah, so, this. but I do think I have, like, weather-appropriate clothing that i can put on under my armor to keep myself warm there are multiple uh-huh. subgenres about that uh petros's <laughs> under armor is the flesh colored ones with like sleeve tattoos <laughs> he has actual tattoos that's like canon that's even funnier that he's wearing a that he's tattoo. wearing the sleeves <laughs> <laughs> yeah um 
I think he probably also has a heavier cloak because I have I have the one that I've been wearing, which is I think mostly for like keeping the sun off of you. But I think he also has like a heavier one that keeps you warm. This man's fucking practical, if nothing else. I do love that for him. All right, everyone, describe your winter hiking outfits. Fan artist, get ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, fan artist. No one's ever drawn Hugo. That's not happening. Uh-huh. Still, describe it. Does he have any, That's not any true. cold weather gear? Like a, a really fancy like fur cloak? Uh yeah, he has um <laughs> he has one of those uh those huge like parkas that the uh that they wear at the Winter Olympics, uh but it's yes. actually for France. Yes. <laughs> it has <laughs> it has the fucking flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the French colors and all that, which is weird because those are not the colors of the Elsurian flag. No, I was going to actually say that yours was instead Elsurian, like, because <laughs> I think that's also funny. I'm sorry, what? Sorry, I just choked on my coffee, um, <laughs> which is hard because it's a liquid, but I managed. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if Hugo participated in fencing for the Elsurian Olympics? Oh, like he has to, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Nick, do, do the uh, does the continent of Laia have a international sports challenge? Probably uh- not. No, not, not yet. really. Uh, but I would say that probably like things like fencing would definitely be a popular competitive sport in Elser. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So he made, he made because it. that's like that's once like, we bring like, the continent together, we can invent do. the Olympics. Yeah, he uh, he uh, well, but not the IOC, only the Olympics. Um, there's I would say there's no Olympics, but there would be like a competitive regional. Oh hell yeah! Like, a regional competition. Hugo made it to regionals. Been. Yeah, because uh, there is no nation. Like, there's no series of nations. Like, nobody really works together in this universe. They oh, just kind well, of that's fucked true. off after mm-hmm. the after the catastrophe. They all fucked off on their own. But if it's right. a series of uh, if it's a series of city states, I mean, that's what those are the conditions that brought us the original Olympics. Yeah, they don't really communicate that well. No, that's entirely because understandable. There's like a hole in the middle of the continent that pours out monsters. Sorry, there's what. I know, right? Whoa! What? Since the first when? I'm hearing of it. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, is that why it takes so long to, for my packages oh, wow. to arrive? You know, I feel like this makes sense. It's like, man, Amazon Prime doesn't—you have to pay extra for <laughs> yeah. like insurance to ship across the continent in case the monsters eat your like whatever it is that you're shipping. No, through, the worst uh, part is you don't have to pay for insurance, and they just sacrifice employees all the time. That's more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to make it depressing, but I've met Amazon. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not the same as Amazon. <laughs> um, anyways, my Finley's winter gear is like the only difference is one of those like big fuck off fur like mantles from Game of Thrones that they hell wear yeah the, love that for her at the wall. Like she just has that on top of her regular clothing. I love that. Uh, I, and then I'm like standing... eight scarves. I'm standing by it. Uh, uh, Hugo does have a, like an old competitor's uh, like jacket Parka. from the from the winter fencing tournament. In you know Elser. what's weird is I picture uh, Hugo in those like big thick navy coats, like they wear in Boondock Saints. Ah, uh, yeah, pea, pea jacket, the pea coats, pea coat. Oh, I like that too. You're right. Okay, you know, no, that's, that's what it, I, that. Yeah. Cool. Everything I said about him being a fencing uh, competitor is true. 
However, also, I like that. So yeah. he's wearing that instead. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think my cloak also, speaking of, like, the the, the fantasy-ass, like, fur cloak, I think it has, like, a ruff of fur, because that's just, like, a sick look, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coria cool. puts on long sleeves under her armor, but also she has, like, a one-shoulder fur coat. Oh. Like the like a fur cloak, Hell so yeah. like her her arm tattoo can still be visible. Yeah, um, sick. Because fuck cold weather. Uh, she's all about the aesthetic. But yeah, she's like the vibes. it's it's weird. She's not like cold at all. So Damn. she yeah she has like the one arm. She definitely has like helm sense of style with like I'm gonna show my full arm tattoo and then have yeah. like the one the vibe shoulder for sure. cloak yeah yeah the what uh, is the up gay with fashion your family? family what I'm sorry I should ask this in character what is up with your family and showing your fucking shoulders off if you've got it flaunt it yeah agree or something. At least that's what I think. Yeah. Wow, I just can't believe you're both out here giving me the cold shoulder. <laughs> Tetris turns and walks away. <laughs> Coria doesn't get it. Uh, Finley doesn't stop laughing for half an hour. <laughs> I, I like to think Coria, it just, she just doesn't get it, so she doesn't know why everyone's laughing. <laughs> Coria's just like, it's not even cold. It's not even that cold. <laughs> That's her only response to that is, uh, but it's not that cold, guys. Like Shavala has the same cloak. Uh, they just put up the hood and then like there's like little ties. And then so like they pull it close. So it's like covering most of their face. Like how nice. you do with a hoodie. That's very them. I don't, I don't even have a joke about that. It's just like, yeah, that's what, of course... Uh, so you head, you start heading north. Eventually, the the path um, does become very narrow uh, as you start your way up the mountains. Um, clearly, the elevation is getting higher. Uh, the path is definitely steeper, and it is going to require maneuvering of the carts to get up it. That's exciting. I assume we'll need to roll, like, a survival for that, yeah? Uh, I would say... Yes. Okay. Uh... Yeah, I would say that would be the best option for that. Okay. Can I assist slash roll that? Well, we have two carts, right? There's two carts, and... Uh, I would say that Finley would actually be at a disadvantage here, because... It is going to require more strength than anything um, oh. to, like, maneuver up these tight mountain well, passages. So the way Do we want to do athletics then instead? Uh, yeah, I would say... I would prefer to use survival because I have that's a better stat, but... <laughs> yeah, cause, so here's what I was thinking was Finley's assistance in survival would be like... Just pointing at a thing and being like, that's stable. We can move up that. Yeah. Not like okay. physically pushing anything okay. anywhere. Yeah, yeah. If you want to. Yeah, I would. Yeah. That okay. Would work. So we can each roll survival for one of the carts. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. 
And then right. somebody gets advantage for me assisting? Um, let's see. Cor- I'll have Coria help. Does anyone want to help maneuver the second? Hugo, would you have, do you, would you like to help try to maneuver your cart? Because there's two carts. There's Petrus's and then there's yours. Oh, yes. No, I know I own a cart. Um, <clears throat> I think Finley is canonically in Hugo's cart. Yeah, I if think so, too. If you do want to work together, uh, and then Coria I can, can help me. Coria help. With. Beautiful. That would be cool. Okay, so uh, both Finley and Petros roll with advantage. Great. Oh, fuck yeah. I didn't even need advantage. Natural 20. I rolled a 9 and an 8. Oh, oh no. buddy. What the actual... I hate... Never mind. I'm never using the D&D Beyond Dice again. <laughs> my my advantage dice was a 19, so I rolled a 20 and a 19. Christ. <laughs> Finley, Finley's eyes are very sharp, and... Uh, her ability to help Hugo maneuver the first cart, his through these tight, steep mountain curves, uh, is very successful. Um, she is able to sense where, or able to see and tell where the stronger parts of the path are. Uh, she can also see which that there are parts in front of her that have been worn away and are likely to fall uh, and is able to avoid those. Petros, on the other hand, you and Coria are used to flat <clears throat> areas flat. to maneuver your cart through. Yep. You're not used to the uneven uh, slopes here. And your cart gets stuck. The front there the back wheel gets stuck as part of the path falls away under the pressure uh falling off the side of the mountain so now you guys are going to have to unstick your cart cool was there not an easier way to our destination i mean i think it's plenty easy <laughs> petros i'm authorizing a jerk off motion <laughs> Petros just rolls his eyes to Coria. Uh, that was just for her. Okay, so to unstick our cart, what is that going to require? Um, so you, first, I want you to describe to me how you would plan to unstick your cart, and then I can decide on an okay on a roll to or what you should roll for it. Sure. So, so it's, how do we do this? Up to you. <laughs> Figure it out. Um, I feel like probably the best way to go about it is going to be like, so, so sorry, I may have missed this. Uh, how exactly is it stuck? Is it like stuck between some rocks? Is it like in, what is it? So what happened was part of the path fell away beneath the cart. And so now the bottom right wheel is like, is stuck between, uh, like two areas of the rock as below it fell away. Oh, okay. Okay. And so wait, where's um So we're going to have to like probably we're going to have to lift it. Uh Yeah, Or we could create some kind of a like if we're going to use science, we can create some kind of uh, a ramp to try and push it up the ramp. A lever. Is anyone in this party yeah. that smart? No, that's the problem is I, <laughs> I, like, that's not my, what is, okay, hold on. No, Finley could make a lever. Sure. 
I mean, I feel like we don't make a lever. You don't have to be smart to make a lever. It's just like six. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, what, Not even intelligence of girls, 10. Let's just start there. What is inventive. Great. What is okay. But for the role's sake, what is, what is this? What is your intelligence? Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, oh. I have a plus one to intelligence. Okay. Plus, <coughs> plus like three, Hugo baby. Has the higher. Yes, I, I was gonna say. I feel like Hugo wisdom. has the intelligence. Yes, I also have a. Pl- I think we are a, a a wise pair of people. But I feel like this is if I try and use like a lever or a ramp or something, that's gonna end up being an intelligence, which is uh, not my strong suit. Plus three intelligence, plus zero wisdom over here. So yeah. We've got that stuff covered. So, okay, so we can either try and push it out, which is going to be strength, and I have uh, I have a plus three to strength, but I don't have any proficiency in athletics. Minus um, one to strength. Yeah. Or how, if... Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm metagaming so hard right now. No, it's Sorry. Fine. Metagaming's good, actually. Um... Yeah, so so I think those are our two options. What would be Nick? Depending on which one we did, what would kind of what would you want? Because that will help me decide which one I'm going to do. If you wanted to do a lever or anything that would require like engineering rather than pure strength, I would say that you would have to roll intelligence for that. Uh, if you wanted to lift it, I would say that would be a strength check. Okay, and we'd be using our saving throws rather than one of our skills. Is that? You would just be, it would be a straight strength check, not okay. a saving throw. And if you want to be my okay. lover. You, you gotta, gotta get with get my with friends. My friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like how, um. I'm asking know, for proficiency reasons. It sounds like, no, you would not, I'd not be able to add my proficiency if I had uh, it. Not to just trying to lift it. That's okay. not a saving throw. That's just a straight strength check. Okay, fine. So either way, we're going to have a plus three to whatever we do. If we have Hugo do it or me do it. <laughs> Um, I like how a lot of, you know, D&D parties, I mean, th- there's always the temptation to make uh, yourself sound like a roving band of badasses um, mm-hmm. and like, really hype up your character's abilities. Um, Sometimes and they're then, just a bunch of stupids. Yeah, well, and then, then, then there's our group who, when confronted with a puzzle that would encounter uh, or, or involve uh, one of the simple machines you learn about in third grade. Uh, mm-hmm. We all collectively decided out of character, oh, uh, no, no, our characters would be too dumb to do that. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like, Johnny was like, Finley could do a lever. And I'm like, yeah, I think we could all do a lever. But like, out, like, metagame outside of that, I knew that if we do a lever, we're going to have to roll intelligence, even if feasibly we are all intelligent enough as people to do a lever. I know, I know. I just... It's just like, what do you have that you would make a lever, yeah, lever I mean, out or of? a ramp to me, or something? That's a survival check. I, if Nick will allow it to be a survival check, then then that's what I would like to do. But it that doesn't sound like, like what you're one thinking. One of the examples under survival is guide your group through a frozen wasteland. Not with a lever. Or a, I'm I'm honestly I use picturing a ramp, sh- but yeah, like a ramp or a lever, like that well, is constructing says, like, a machine. Sand and other stuff, like I don't know, I. To me, that's very like, all right, I'll put this plank down and now I can cross the quicksand. And I have to find the materials to, I have to like scavenge to find the materials to do that. Yeah. I'm not actually constructing machine, which is a fair point. 
I mean, I was just joking about how we all agreed to <laughs> to, to, to be uh, whatever. Anyway, um, I like any of the previous options. I don't think we need to overthink this one too much. No, probably not. I mean, I feel like we have a we have not that this worked for us last time, but like I feel like if you just have Corey and I sit there and just try and lift it, that's probably just like the easiest Both solution. Of you have high strength. So. We do. We do. If she helps me, would I get advantage again? Yes. Okay. I guess you don't yeah, want that. let's just do that. I guess you don't want that patented Hugo help. <laughs> I mean, uh, Hugo, what's your strength, bud? Oh, what? <laughs> uh, he flexes, nothing happens. You can't see it underneath the parka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm definitely just picturing Hugo and Finley, like, off to one side, arguing about the best way to help while Coria and Petrus just take care of it. There yeah. we go, I like that. <laughs> Uh, like, we're already at the top, just going like, no, pe- no, Hugo, we should just make a lever. And Hugo's like, no, we should make a ramp. Uh, Hugo has taken out one of his diaries, and there's, like, elaborate physics sketches in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no, see, meanwhile- the, weight of, the weight is a cat, minus acceleration. You can meanwhile- write it down any way you'd like, but the lever is going to work. I just rolled, and it's a 21. <laughs> yes! You and Coria are able to... Oh, wait, uh, I just rolled my advantage just to see it. It was a natural 20. <laughs> yeah! You're, both of you are much stronger than you are... You're able to use your strength in a way that makes up for your lack of knowledge about maneuvering through the <clears> mountains. <throat> um, you're easily able to prop it up on your shoulders and then move it out of harm's way back onto the mountain path. Cool. Cool, are you guys uh, that... done, or? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, we should use a lever. Oh. Oh. Okay, great, let's go. <laughs> uh, so, that does take a little time uh, out of your, uh, or adds time to your travel, rather. Yeah. Um, and as the mountain path gets steeper and steeper, and it gets colder and colder until eventually you are uh, faced with a weather phenomenon that you are very much not used to as uh, it begins to snow. Petros loses his shit. He gets really excited. Oh, it's like seeing a dog's first snow. Yeah, kind of, but not... (laughs) Yeah, the white uh, fluffy precipitation begins to... Oh my god, we have the baby with us, don't we? You do have a baby with you. What is his reaction? Or what is their reaction? Because they're from a desert. <laughs> very excited and very confused. They definitely do the thing where they stick out their tongue. Yeah. Stick out a snowflake. And they're like, oh, it's cold. Um, yeah. For their winter gear, can we say that all of the pelts that Finley has slowly collected, like, <laughs> We just wrap eat, them around him. I've just, like, it's just, they're wearing, like, 12 fucking pelts. Yeah. I'm imagining... Yeah, Oh, sorry, They're, like, burritoed in the back of the cart. Mm-hmm. Like, pelt burrito. Yeah. <laughs> so all this, like, their little head is, like, poking out and, like, their little tufted ears. Yeah. <laughs> Even their wings are all, like, smooshed. Yeah. It's very cute. It's very They're cute. They're very excited about the snow. Uh, as is Corio, who has never seen snow before. Yeah, the the front cart is, like, stoked. Woo, party time! <laughs> yeah, the, we're suddenly the party car. 
It's uh, the party car for sure. Yeah. Not to be outdone, the bat car has hot chocolate. Oh damn it! <laughs> we're gonna have to get. We're gonna have to get. Uh, I can't see because you guys are behind, but I'm sure like the second we get out and I realize you have hot chocolate, he's like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> uh, Nick, is there a is there an Elsurian or at least maybe even our half of the continent like winter festival of any type? Um, actually, in Elsur, uh, it's very temperate year round. There are seasons, but um, there is no snow. They don't have like a solstice celebrate. Wow, they this is a whole like a group solstice. of people who don't know what snow is. Uh, snow is very is very much something that only happens in this part of the continent. How's is Shavala also like? How's Shavala reacting? They've seen snow before. Okay, I was gonna say I figure if anyone has a reaction to like is like I know what snow is. It's Shavala, but I feel like Finley has probably seen snow since oh, traveling true. is her entire deal. That is true. That is true. Okay, well we I found you to... someplace temperate, so that is like what's stuck in my head. But you're right, you do the travel a lot. The one thing though, I think is probably like Elser definitely does like mold wine. Oh, oh yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> um, well, my my thinking was like, oh, is there any chance that uh, basically I was trying I was trying to dodge saying Christmas specifically. I was asking if Elser had a Christmas so that Hugo could be singing Christmas carols in the uh, in uh, in his car with Finley because we've got the hot chocolate. But no, it sounds no. like my uh, my best option is oh, the weather outside is fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Elser is very much like temperate year round. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't snow there. Like Christmas in Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. Gonna, is there like a solstice festival or something? Like a changing of the seasons? Anything like that? This is what I was asking. The The seasons do... When the seasons change, it is not... It's so temp. It's like so temperate it that it doesn't even so matter. Temperate. No one gives a shit. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, very funny to me. The days are about to get actually, five minutes shorter. It's actually the same in the Amethyst Kingdom. They have very much... It's a little bit colder there. But it doesn't snow. No, that's fair. I'm just thinking about... Well, now, okay, hold on. I'm thinking thinking about holidays in a fantasy world. Uh, like... I like it. What, so so, oh, so much of what we do in the Amethyst Kingdom is based on the ocean. Uh, so I imagine that most of our holidays are actually more based on like a... No, there's no moon. Okay, hold on. If there's no moon in Laia... This is the only time I'm ever going to say this. Th- if there's no moon in Laia, what controls the ocean what what is the is there something that is a similar that we would base our holidays around instead um so the movement of the ocean is actually caused by uh the geography and movement of the land beneath it oh okay Uh, kind of so um as opposed to there being lunar cycles Mm -hmm. um and this is kind of what made the catastrophe so bad yeah. uh, in the coastal regions. Oh, Jesus, yeah. You said that, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> there were probably a lot of tsunamis, huh? It nearly wiped out the elves yeah. on their islands in the oceans. So, Holy yeah. smokes. Um, so the the festivals are mostly based around the migratory uh, fish. Mm. Um, certain fish are more... Uh, have or they have migratory patterns rather and oh okay based yeah off of the their seasons are fishing seasons yeah so we will have like like some places have like 
harvest holidays, like the harvest is beginning yeah. or whatever, we it's have like instead, part, like, yeah, the salmon are coming in. It's a fishing same harvest, Salmon but, day. <laughs> yeah, I, I based that kind of off around, like, northwestern tribal patterns, so. Cool! I, I'm still just imagining uh, Christmas carols for a, for a country that doesn't dashing experience. Dashing through the sand. Yeah. Well, I, I was now thinking, just dashing through a field, which is a totally normal field. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing special is happening. Oh, there's fucking monsters. The the closest thing for, I guess, Aethys Kingdom is like, just, but it's like a sea shanty instead. So it's like Christmas carols, but sung with yeah. the like beat of a sea shanty. And it's about oh, fish. Oh, fuck yeah. That's definitely, like, like Amethyst Kingdom. Yeah. So it's like, oh, do you have any, like, songs that you sing for your holidays? And Petra's just like, oh, yeah, totally. This is my favorite. He just sings a fucking, like... There once was a... Yeah, he sings... There's a... It's a song about, like, stumbling home drunk after the harvest. (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. (laughs) I'm coming coming back home... Coming back home to my wife after having finished the fishing harvest. And I'm drunk, and we're both drunk, and it's great. And I smell like fish. And I smell like fish, and she loves me anyway. It's a nice song. It's a it's a song about loving your wife, and also the fishing harvest is over, and I smell like fish. I love that. Like, that's definitely a like a song that's popular enough that like the Amethyst Kingdom fishers are just a bunch of wife guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is I. I would have this. to be. I mean, yeah. we worship Melora. Yeah, exactly. We all love our sea mom, and as such, we love our wives because they are a reflection of the mom like, of the if sea. You don't love your wife. If you don't, if you don't fucking love, love your, wife, your, I will drown you. Part of your yeah, part of your worship to Melora is you are love your wife. your wife. Yeah, and if you are if you are a woman, you love yourself because you are a reflection of Melora. I think that's cute. I, lo- I do like this. I love that as like a state stereotype. Like if you hear like a, a I don't know. Vermont, you're like, ah, maple syrup land. You hear, uh, <laughs> like, wife, wife guy guys. town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just full of wife guys. Just full I of wife that. guys, this yeah. Is, this is my type of world building. This is important world building, and this explains everything about Petros. <laughs> it really does. This is why he acts this way. It's because uh, he's from a country of wife guys. <laughs> Uh, Idaho, that's where they grow the potatoes. Amethyst Kingdom, everyone loves their that's wife. That's where they grow the wives. That's, that's where they grow the... The main exports are fish and men who love their wives. And <laughs> women who loves their wives. Uh, and others. Awesome. Yeah. People who love their spouses is the the other... It's like, oh yeah, my new boyfriend's from the Amethyst Kingdom. And you're like, it's wow, what a catch. Respect. Respect yeah. for the sea. Respect for your wife. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. We are love our spouses in the Amethyst Kingdom. When you're not by the sea, your wife is the sea. Your wife, yeah, your wife is the That's sea. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, yeah. Also, just that- to slightly rewind, I didn't want to interrupt, but I had a really funny joke for, like, seasonal beverages in mm-hmm. Elser. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's literally just, like, Hugo pops open a bottle of red wine and pours some in the hot chocolate. yeah it's just everything it's different it's just different kinds of wine and different drinks everything is just red wine and the thing yeah yeah and so visiting visiting elsewhere sometimes is kind of a nightmare oh yes this is our our season i'm I'm not gonna you know who doesn't frank's after the show this Uh, is our seasonal drink it is uh it is apple cider with the red wine um. <laughs> I'm sorry, going back to the Christmas carols then. Say what's in this drink? Baby, it's red wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if it would be and, anything else. 
because it's Florida, deep fried red wine. Oh. No! <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. That song also becomes doubly funny if maybe it's fine outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's temperate as always. It is. I don't know why I have to stay in this house with you. It is a pleasant 60 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rewrite some Christmas carols now. Your family can also come over. We'll have a barbecue. <laughs> what is that voice, Petrus? Oh, the weather it's it's me not even attempting to, it's me doing a bad impression of your bad French accent is Thank what you. it is you love to see it yeah apologies so to the start... French <laughs> I, I'm not apologizing Quality. that's true I, I also want to po- <laughs> anyway uh, Frosty the so snowman does... would be a cool concept if he exists but we don't know snow so he's asked to go sorry M <laughs> He melted immediately. <laughs> I hope this is. Oh my god. Frosty the so Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just figured out how to make snowman out of sand. <laughs> Mr. Snowman, bring me a dream. Sand Wait. me a man. <laughs> Mr. Sandman, man me man a, me sand a sand. Sandman as hand. Anyway, okay, so we're to we're snow. starts with snow. Is this what you wanted when you wanted us to dick around? Is this what you were looking for? <laughs> you asked for that. Dicking. Actually, was some really great world building. Yeah, because <laughs> that, I think that that's like people in the Amethyst Kingdom love their spouses, some... and our holidays are based on fish. Well, I got to explain some uh, cataclysmic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> also that. Yeah, which was which was interesting. I imagine that like that was a lot. Of, I I imagine in some of like the the like the port cities you can still see like traces of like this is when we fucking lost everything in the tsunami and had to rebuild uh Um, well largely like i mean bond the orc capital uh of port nisoto is very much like that yeah it like kind of became like it had to be remade and built probably entirely less of it had less of a community than the other three port cities uh, it very much is like behind the other three port cities yeah. in terms of wealth and civilization, and it's like a shanty town. Yeah, that makes essentially. sense. Not to detract from that, but I am fixated on how cool the concept of tectonic tides is. Yeah, it's so sick. I can't believe I didn't think about it till now that like there's no moon here, so like what dictates the tides? I'm a hundred percent sure that we had briefly had been I like wait why are there it. waves then i'm sure we I did but i think i was too it, fixated yeah. on at least there's three moons so yeah. i didn't yeah you were definitely like you guys were like in the moon truther thing going on yeah there. This, that's why i'm like i'm never gonna mention again that there's no moon on Leia because i'm sticking to my stupid bit of there's at least three moons <laughs> i was like well actually technically it's plate tectonics that moves the water mm. no it's because there's at least three moons Pug your moons three three or more moons it's it's unclear if there's one uh, there are three moons, but they're aligned as such that they cancel <laughs> each other out, and it is still just plate tectonics. It's still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the compass is based on. It's because there's four moons. It's the moon for each corner. <laughs> this is some, like, made-up sailor bullshit the- <laughs> that someone told him forever ago, and he's never forgotten it. Okay. If if it's Petros absolutely Jules, not true, but it's it's like a conspiracy theory that Petros and Jules would like have a field day. They making would up conspiracy making up conspiracy theories. Yeah, 
I also think it's fun that he's like very serious and practical, and this is the one thing that he's just really weird about. He's like, you can't see it, but it's there. But there's at least three moons. There might there's be more. Three moons. And it's like, okay, Petros, can we? Can we go now? Can you please pull it together, man? Okay. Uh, so there's snow. We're all loving it. Uh, as you get higher up on the mountain, uh, and the snow you realize has kind of become a permanent fixture. Um, and as you make your way further north, the path kind of widens. And in the snow, you begin to see evidence of, uh, tracks, uh, and, uh, like other cart movement and sound of voices in the hills like inside the mountain to both sides of you interesting Uh, the mountain is now this seems to be like a path between uh the between the mountain rather that has been carved out uh through decades of use and uh there are, as you uh, go further north, there's now openings in both sides of the mountains and voices. And that is where we will leave off for this episode. The show you've just been listening to was The Legends of Lahia, brought to you by Infinity Brick, where we're telling stories our own way. This show is dungeon mastered by Nick Boylan, edited by Andrew Akel, and produced by Ben Hamlin. It features the voices of Andrew Akel, Ben Hamlin, Manny Trumbo Gomes, and Johnny Ronaldo. Our music is by Johnny Ronaldo, and our logo is by Andy Wilson. You can check out all of our other shows at infinitybreak.net and support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash infinitybreak where there's plenty of Legends of Leia bonus content, including chatter from recordings and insight on the story and world. You can also follow us at our Twitter account at Legends of Laia. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. ha <laughs> ha.